Hey, 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 welcome, welcome. You're listening to MMA and Beyond. Folks, we're so we're so grateful, so grateful that you're sharing, that you're participating. Thank you so much for telling everyone about the show. Thank you for going to iTunes and, and giving us a five-star review. And, and if you have something nice to say, please say it. The, the five-star review actually helps other people who are looking into MMA, comedy, sports, whatever it is they're looking for. It helps them see our show. So thank you so much for all of you who have been doing it. We've gotten so many reviews, so many five-star reviews. And, and please, the show is growing, growing, growing. Hundreds of thousands of people have listened to this show. And it's, and it's just us. It's just us. Actually, before the show, we were talking about how we might actually consider doing social media for the show uh, because it's actually gaining popularity in spite of, of all of us not really paying attention to the social media aspect. So thank you so much. We're doing our best. And it's your show, so don't forget you can check out MMAandBeyond.com. Participate. Tell us what you want to talk about. Ask questions. We'll get to some questions today. But first, first from my heart, folks, I've been around I've been around the world literally and and there are some people few people I consider stand up people few people I consider really good wholehearted people who I admire very few living people I admire Ray Longo is one of them and it's his birthday today Ray Longo, happy birthday, oh, bro. Happy birthday. Ramon. Happy birthday. Come on. The consummate professional showing up on his birthday. Yeah, what a hey, that is a big deal. I would not and let a this special pod- birthday, I too. Would not, yeah, and a very special birthday. A special birthday. <laughs> the word hero is sometimes overused. <laughs> you know what? But we, on this occasion. And I think we should get the podcast going because I might be dead by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Richie, make sure that uh, everything You look intact. good. Right now, your pupils are fine. Uh, everything's good. Feeling good, man. You look sharp. You look like you had a good day today. Great day today. Great day. Nothing uh, like a birthday to remind you who loves you, who's around, and, and puts everything back in perspective. Yeah. And then you have the other 364 to go back and yeah, be exactly. crazy. A lot of love today. Felt yeah. good. A lot of love. Felt good. Surrounded by great people. Doing what I love to do. It's all good. Hey, and I got to say, does this guy not... I mean, you look better than... We've seen you in years. Dude, you can. Did you Look see some guy. of the, the Matt Sarah posted a video of you doing ninja shit on uh, on video and and you're seeing comments from around the world yeah. just yeah. talking about not only what what you've done for for martial arts in general uh, that you are a walking encyclopedia for that but what incredible shape you're in and and I've seen you working it man it's not it's not magic you didn't take a magic pill. You put in the work, man. So that must feel good. Yeah, really good, man. It's it just looks, man. It's good to do what you love to do. Exactly. And like I said in the post, man, just do it as often as possible. I think that's the uh, recipe for being happy. And uh, things are going good, man. It was really nice seeing the comments, and uh, it was good to even share some of that stuff because I'm not really, I don't do a lot on social media like that. So I figured the big six zero was. Uh, was the time to do it and just to maybe hopefully motivate people to just get up and do what they love to do no matter how old you are find good people to do it with and just have a great time man and that's it i'm, I'm still look these guys the fight team they will keep you young forever there's <laughs> no question about it i mean and you know to know matt Sarah, i mean laugh laugh some more keep on laughing Another guy who, if that doesn't keep you young, nothing will. Exactly. So I, I, I just got some great people, man. So. And to know, I mean, we were speaking upstairs. So upstairs is our is our uh, our conference we have sometimes before the show, and we were we were all chatting, and 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 Ray made a great point where sometimes you get lost in the idea that you forget because we're in a gym filled with animals. Yeah. 
you forget how actually physically fit you are and how in tune with not only your body but 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 with the mindset of enhancement that you are that when you step out and you see other 60 year olds you're, you're yeah, doing yeah, all right no, man. Oh, it's wacky. <laughs> yeah, you know. plus like a lot of that stuff i don't even want to put up because i'm like ah, it doesn't look good only because Next to me is Bazooka hitting the mix. And he's like, uh, <laughs> 100 you know. miles an hour. But then I'm like, yeah, but I got 40 years on him. Yeah, exactly. You know, but that, you know, it is crazy. All you're looking at is young guys pursuing their dreams that are at the top of their game. And I think that alone keeps you young. It definitely you know what I mean? Does. So I think if it's almost like uh, I think you just got to act, uh, act like an idiot. I think that might be the key, Tony. <laughs> you just keep acting stupid and uh, keeping it young, man. But those guys will keep you I, I you have no choice. You have no choice. You really don't. Well, I you, think that's part of the say, reason right? why young will get out. Yeah, yeah you got to right. feel young. I, mean, I think get that's out. part of the reason why I got back in shape. Exactly. I don't think I could keep up anymore with some of the guys, and I, you know, now I feel great. And I don't. I feel like I could do anything I wanted to. So, you know, it's it's funny because you, you you talk about that mindset. You know, keep things silly. You probably didn't always think that way. Would would the forty year old you be surprised at the life of the sixty year old you? The 40-year-old me, uh, be surprised. You know what it is, man? I got to tell you, man. You know, you know, here's, here's at the 40-year-old, you had young kids? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, very, just, very young. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. even in school yet. Yeah. Uh, young kids, you're probably a little more wild. Yeah, definitely wacky <laughs> at 40. Um, it just seems like it just went so quick. So, I mean, I feel like right now, I might be the 40-year-old me. That's the weird part of this. Ah, I like that. You know actually. what I mean? Okay. And that, that, I'm not even joking around, so... It's a, it's a weird bit, you know, but, you know, then you, you know, reality hits you. My daughter's graduating this week from college and, you know, things go on. So, again, you have to, I just think that, like, again, mindset, you got to keep that mindset young. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, ju you just have to, you know, and just keep on moving, man. Like I said, running water never goes stale. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it, yeah. you know, one place where ignorance is totally bliss is age. I pay no attention <laughs> right. to it. I take no counsel from it yeah. anymore. It matters not. I'm just going to keep doing what I always did until until that's it. No more I, breathing. I and you're that, doing I that. Got now, so I got that. That's it. the wave of the future. That's I mean, it, that, man. If yep. you accept like retirement, I think you don't. Yeah, oh, totally. I think you well, don't. Well, statistically, it it, right? don't we have statistics yeah. on that? We we do have statistics on, on you know, that. That uh, Dr. Sherry's in the house. First of all, there's some brilliant people on this earth. <laughs> Dr. Sherry, definitely one of the people I look towards. She's not getting on mic today, but uh, but Hippo. Dr. Sherry Hippo. would. Know. <laughs> but Dr. Sherry would absolutely know if she mm -hmm. kept nodding her head. Uh, there are statistics on this where a large percentage of people have heart attacks or some sort of life-changing mm -hmm. issue after retiring, after coming to that psychological conclusion that you've rounded third. Right. And and and, the, and <laughs> here's where it goes down negative street. I feel it coming up. Here's the and, difference. And, and, like, see where you're at, and you're saying it. Now I'm here, though. Like I remember yeah. reading that and hearing that back then, and it doesn't really touch base. But when you're approaching that, now I could talk about it. Like now I know it's true. Like it, back then, it's like, man, it's just a stat, you know. But now it's like, you know, you keep active, but you're in there with you're in there hitting with world champions yeah. literally the person you train with the one who's helped you drop all that weight and helped me drop mine is a is a world champion yeah. and so you lose yeah. perspective on what great shape you're actually you of everything because of that because i did a somebody did an interview on self-defense and i'm like you know i'm just surrounded by guys that i don't care what you do these are trained killers man. yeah yeah right. they're, they're big they're strong they're young like 
you think a self-defense class is going to help? I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, I and you want to be positive because I think I said, look, the, the basis of the interview was like, you know what, you're doing something and it should empower mm -hmm. you and it's good that you're doing something. But, you know, it's almost like what we talk about, you know, is bone broth good? Yeah, bone broth is good. But sure. when you start saying it could cure, you know, Alzheimer's. <laughs> Prevent every <laughs> yeah, right. then, then disease and virus. So, yeah, then we got You know, self-defense is good. Tai Chi is good. But if you think you're going to beat Chris Weidman with that, <laughs> I mean, that's where it goes. These guys are not playing, man. Yeah, I yeah, mean, no. and if you're not squared away, you're just going to get the shit beat out. Yeah, <laughs> when I first started jujitsu, I was 200 pounds. I was 200 pounds of Italian, Chilean, American soldier aggression. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. And I nice had, I had you know, 130 pound chicks just throwing me, do, yeah, arm lock, so leg it. lock, choke, and, and just not even. I had one, um, she, she's about a buck, buck 35, and she's in college. So I want to say she's still 19 or 20 years old, uh, you know, Kristen. She, well, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, no, she she's trained. good, man. Yeah, Dude, really good. she was having a conversation yeah, yeah. while strangling me. <laughs> yeah. but I'm here doing my best. And this, she's little. She's little. And I'm doing my best. I'm struggling. And she's talking to people, not trying to be rude. Right, right, right. Just knows it so gotta, well yeah. that she's having and a conversation with somebody while I'm fighting for my life. I mean, you have to be squared Look, away. Out of all the arts, I'm going to say jujitsu. Without question. Is I, only, I, mean, I mean, they can take an ordinary guy yep. and yep. really get him to a good point. How I, I wish I I'd started at You know what 20. I mean? Because I think it's more, you know, again, it's your whole body against one little joint. So they know how to maneuver that. They're quick. And, again, you're fighting off your back. You're getting really good at fighting in a really bad position. Like, what's the average guy going to do if he's on his back? Panic. You know, yeah. <laughs> but these people are very comfortable. They did a yeah. really good job with that. Out of, like, all the arts. There's all, like, even striking arts. But, you know, the problem is when you get older, it's normally a bigger guy is going to, you know, a good little guy can never beat a good big mm -hmm. guy. But with mm -hmm. jiu-jitsu, man, it's, it's different. Man. A guy gets on your neck. I don't care if he's 140 pounds. He, he could put you to sleep. And well, the and subtleties. If you don't know yeah, what you're yeah. doing. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be in trouble, man. Agreed. And the subtleties you know? in science and the gi itself is a tool. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. So, and, yeah. and that's a great. The no, gi is a great equalizer beautiful, itself. Beautiful art. Yep. And like again, if I'm gonna pick a self-defense art, you know, that's where I think you want to go. For you know? all ages. Mm -hmm. For all, for all ages. types. For all ages. It's it's a workout. The first, you know, the first while that I did it, I was feeling soreness and muscles I didn't know existed. Uh, positions that you wouldn't know you would ever be yeah. in and again uh, something I loved about jujitsu and again it's, it's about learning um, how friendly everybody was as as they're strangling you they say the <laughs> reason why this is working on you is because you're putting your arm over here and this is why I'm about to strangle you. It took a while because you remember at the beginning you had guys ah, just knee them in the head when they mm -hmm. come in it's mm -hmm. over you know and then right. that's why the UFC was good because it kind of highlighted you know, that that's not going to happen. Now things have come full circle. Now it will happen, mm -hmm. you know, but it took 15 years of it not happening yeah, exactly. to give people the attributes to get well-rounded enough to do everything. I and mean, if you it, really yep. look at the progression of fighting in the UFC, it's, it's, a, it's, it's really a great thing to watch how the wrestlers dominated and the strikers with wrestling took over. The, well, I mean, the jiu-jitsu guys started Started. Out, wrestlers equalized it. Yeah, 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 right. You yeah. just look at that thing, it's phenomenal. Yep. And I think Hicks and Gracie said it. They, you know, I think they interviewed. This is 20 years ago. Are you worried about, you know, everybody learning jujitsu? And he, he's like, no, man. I'm spread. I'd be spreading the art. He, he 
hope that it come. They always had a great philosophy. Yeah. And if you ever got to study with any of those Gracies, even you talk to Henzo and, you know, Hicks and Hoist, uh, they, their philosophy is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a really great art, well thought out. Like Helio just did a phenomenal he job with did, this thing. Man. He took an, he took a sport and made it a street yeah. art. And uh, I used to just love listening to all their analogies and stuff. It was great. You know, we had Pedro Sauer used to come mm -hmm. in, was one of Hickson's top black belts, still training today, still teaching. Had a couple, bunch of fighters in uh, the UFC back in the day. Great guy. But just the philosophy of how he grew up training that art was beautiful. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, it is... That is a martial art. It's you know? a martial art, and it is a great mindset. And you, you mentioned Henzo, where I have the opportunity yeah. to train at Henzo's. And, and you listen to Henzo, and he says, listen, you can't control when somebody wants to attack you or hurt you. What you can do is help them never make that decision mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, <laughs> and that's yeah. exactly right. You know, it's, it's, it's this subtle art. Yeah. It's this uh, subtle well, art uh, of deterrence yeah. as, as well. And it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing to say. I wonder if the new model... Or I know some people refuse to see it, but I see this new model of UFC where we're looking, they're looking for more engaging fights. I wonder if that'll move away from the jujitsu and wrestling as much and, and, and keep on the kickboxing and boxing uh, so that there's more knockouts. That's a good, good point. point. A great question. question. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think, the, I think the, you're on the Darren Till versus Wonderboy Thompson, mm -hmm. you know, like those yeah. type of fights. You know, right. you know what that's not going to be? Boring. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think somebody brought up the thing too. Paul Daly fought John Fitch last week. He's talking mm -hmm. to the camera as well. Yeah, he's, right. Yeah. Well, he's mad. Yeah. He doesn't want the fight to be on the floor. Like, you're in an MMA fight. You know what I mean? Like, and he's a great striker, but John Fitch knows that. So why should he fight him striking? Exactly. And again, why doesn't Paul Bailey just go do K1 or kickboxing? Or, good, good point. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, why are you mad at this point? This happens to you all the time. You're a great striker, but you don't like being on the floor. And, uh, yeah, I think he kind of made himself look bad by just bitching and moaning about John Fitch doing what he had to do to win that fight, man. And, yeah, crazy, man. Do you see any adjustments in, in people who train with you, Tony Fight Shape Ricci? Of course, folks, I forgot to mention, I was so excited about the birthday celebration here with the big Ray Longo. Yes, sir. I forgot that yeah. Tony didn't fight Shape Ricci. We didn't mention a number. We won't mention it. It's all about Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Why, it why we diverting that voice the, you're listening uh, to right now, folks? Uh, Mike Well, it is. Well, no, it's just, you know. It's I MMA just, no. and Beyond with We're like 25 Steven. minutes into this. We haven't even introduced anybody. Uh, well, you specifically. Wait a minute now. It's Stephen Maraboli and Ray Longo's show. Well, no, I, I'm just saying. You're I a guest. Be appreciated. I'm a guest. I think he just comes for the introduction. I think no, I mean, you know. We are but deep here? in the show. We're deep in the show. Oh, we deep in the show. We are yeah. now deep in the show. No, so, you wait, see wait, the names just, on wait, the Let podcast. me give a shout-out to Dr. Sherry, too, because all of this training, I mean, she's known me for, what, 20 years? I mean, she's really put me back together when I get injured. And I'm telling you, and I used to get injured before I knew her, and I that those injuries would leg on or... They would be nagging for months. She gets me back in there as quick as possible, like sometimes days or, you know, I'm never even more than weeks, but I mean, she does a really good job at just getting me back in there so I could do what I love to do. Her, and that's, her and that's a huge, like a huge, Irreplaceable huge in that gym so anyway. I mean, shout out to, yep. you know, his HIPAA requirements that prevent you from. <laughs> well, you, yeah, and you, you know, got the, doc you got is the, the attorney here to decide to HIPAA. Well, no, <laughs> the doc is the best. <laughs> the one, the best. Mike, that deck, I don't mind. Mike says you're the best. He, he doesn't mind saying you're the best. 
Dr. Sherry. And Dr. Sherry, of course, always, always, I'm a huge fan. She helped me with something a couple weeks ago. Kind of panicked a little bit with the little pain I was feeling, and I didn't want to be sidelined like I was for months before. And she told me to chill out. This is probably what it is. She was right. Shockingly. Shocker, you were right. And so uh, thanks for everything. And I look forward to hearing you on our show in the future. I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions. But I was getting to you, Fight Shape. What was up? do you see people making adjustments when they when they come to you and talking about their uh, what they're looking for strength for what they're looking to improve in their lives? Do you see them? Do you see them more on that on that uh, on that kind of strength that would be required for striking, or do you see them working more towards the grappling, towards the more sustainable kind of energy that they might be looking? You for? know, that's a, it's an awesome question. I think that debate is really um, that that debate occurs further within the strength and conditioning community, Steve, than it actually does with the fighters. Hmm. Because I've found the fighters to be quite receptive regarding your training. And many of them will adhere to what, you're, what you want to do. But I, I think where the strength and conditioning is incorrect in many ways is they make, the, they make inherent assumptions for the fighter without any consultation to the skill coach. You know, it, it, skill coaches have been doing what they do for 25 years. And and as a result of that, taking counsel on what they see in a fighter as biomotor uh, deficiencies, okay? Well, you know he tires at the end of the third. Or every time he gets taken down, he tires. He doesn't have the, stre the strength to thwart a takedown. He can throw 400 punches around but can't knock over a milk carton. This is the type of counsel that you got to get from the skill coach so that you may be able to make some proper assessments in what you're going to try to enhance. So to your point... You know, strength and conditioning says the following. We have the following modalities and protocols that work, and I see strength coaches applying that to everyone. And their assumption is an athlete's an athlete, and everybody needs A, B, and C. But the, the guy who's coming into MMA at 22 years of age and has been wrestling since they're nine has a completely different training background, uh, dietary background, weight cut background, than the guy who's coming from kickboxing or boxing who's 22 who maybe was never even... Uh, afforded weight training because it was looked down upon. So in short, to your point, I don't get as much inquiry from the fighter <coughs> as I'm making that decision myself. So I know if we got a wrestler and I'm watching them with Ray and the second they stand up, they're sucking wind, maybe there's something I can do as a performance coach to enhance that. And I think and vice versa. a good example. He's a example perfect example of that. He came in, they really perfect. wanted him stronger to prevent the takedowns. Exactly. And <clears throat> and he's done a great job of just putting together, you know, those exercises that are going to work those areas of his body. And right. so the, far, yeah. so good. Yeah, the inherent know? assumption that a strength training program has to be systematic to this, that everybody needs the <coughs> same thing, is nuts. It's absolutely crazy. First of all, you're people who are naturally strong and, you know, can punch a hole in a dam and they do it one time and then they suck wind. And vice versa, as I said, you got people who can throw a thousand punches and can't knock over a plant. So in, you can't make the assumption right there that those people need exactly the same uh, conditioning protocol. And, and I always leave it up. I won't go to the fighter. I'll go to Ray first. The skill coach in the end is the CEO. And, and that's who I collaborate with to make sure that we're on the same page. Because if, if I can't get buy-in from Ray, then I'm not going to get buy-in from the fighter. And then if the fighter doesn't buy-in, the whole thing's thrown out the window. So that's my perspective on this.
buy-in, your agreement with reality defines your life. Yeah, hey, there it is. <laughs> you got it. One hundred percent. What do you think, Mike Rosigliano? Is at the I top. Think, master think, artist. Let me tell you something. I think that uh, Tony Reach is absolutely right with what he just said. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> That's appreciated. Right. Absolutely, one hundred percent correct. Reach, I think since I called the truce, Reach has really picked up the ball. Yeah, picked yeah, up yeah. the ball to beat me up. Yeah, okay. Oh, I haven't beat you up. I no, would just no, see no, that. Yeah, yeah. Now your father will be yelling at him. I know. At least they'll be the same size. They look, they're all the same height. <laughs> I see you're wearing a Ric Flair shirt, yes. sir. Is there yes. a story behind that? The Nature Boy. Ric Flair, my uh, my youngest guy loves uh, uh, WWE wrestling, and so does my older brother. So they go to the wrestling and um, together, and uh, and the Nature Boy was one of Fran's favorites oh, growing wow. up. Wow. So Mine uh, too. And Luke, Fran liked the Nature Boy. I he was, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, as, as as Fran would say, you can't be first, but you can be next. I wow. I, uh, <laughs> I used to also, and and for those of you who are who are younger than I am, you may not understand this reference, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to bore you with it anyway. I used to also, when I was a kid, watch. When Ric Flair was in the NWA, yes, it was not. He was Sting, not. In the, I think right. He was not in the WWF. He was in the NWA, and he wore these boots, those wrestlers' boots, and they said RF on them. They were they were really cool, like uh, uh, in cursive writing, yeah. the letter R and the letter F. And I had an older brother. He was three. I still have an older brother. He was three years older than me, and I would wear tube socks because at this at this age, <laughs> tube socks existed, right? So I had my tube socks all the way up, and I would get a magic marker. And I would put RF on them. That's great. And I would like beat up my my stuffed animals. I was a kid. I was a kid. And my brother, of course, being a brother, yeah, like those, like those right there on, on yeah, there exactly like That's that. It. So I had tube socks, and I would have RF on them. And my brother, being what big brothers do, he goes, "What are you gonna do, Ralph Furley?" <laughs> <laughs> he actually has Ric Flair. Actually, has his own uh, tailor. That will make you a suit He's under his banner. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you want to be dressed by Ric Flair, did the Ralph Furley thing go over everybody? Said? It I did. And Ralph Furley from Three's, Three's Company. From Three's Company, Mr. Furley. I thought it was good. I remember. That's why I said most people wouldn't know no, this, but my brother yeah, would yeah. say Ralph Furley, that's and it would make me so mad. It would make me so mad. Yeah, late seventies, early nature boy. Late seventies, early eighties. Thank you, producer. I love it. And and he would uh, he, uh, he was he was great Ric Flair back in the day. It was too bad that he he wasn't in the, what was at the time called the WWF. He would have been a, a big superstar well, back he, then. Well, uh, I tell you something. They did a great documentary on him and the Thirty he, for Thirty. What was it? Yeah, and they did a, uh, They interviewed him prior to him having these health issues, and you could see the way he was kind of talking prior to, mm. and then it was like post this this real health scare and how reflective he was um mm -hmm. and uh yeah rick flair now he's got a song the rick flair drip by one of the rappers it's, <laughs> it's like crazy no, he's not. like making a resurgence it's great <laughs> absolutely great That's big. he i mean it, it just at the time it it must have been an incredible time to be an athlete where wrestling was just starting to get big the wwf is the first one to go national right yeah i think it was like regional at that time and and then, and then uh, uh, Vince McMahon's father really, I think, took it to the next level. And then it was like Hulk Hogan and that kind oh, of. Oh sure, Andre yeah, I the think Giant. That was more Vince McMahon. I think he took over for his, well, his father. father. He did take yeah. over yeah. his father. I think yeah. his father locally was doing great things, but that national thing was. Yeah. I think he had the vision. I tell you, and they they are unbelievable athletes. 
unbelievable. Well, I athletes. wholeheartedly agree. There's some big people oh, yeah. doing some very difficult things, man. Yeah. And the sport and, beats and fighting the hell out and of doing you. it like three nights a week. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not only like it's once every. Yeah, six their schedule is insane. No, oh, their yeah. schedule is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, their schedule is ridiculous. I, I wonder. I wonder where that will go because their their numbers seem to be dropping. Also, you look at look at the UFC UFC two twenty four. Uh, Chris, could you look up who was UFC two twenty four? I know it was the most recent one. That was Nunez but, and. Uh, but yeah, that was the lowest and Pennington selling pay per view. Lowest selling pay per view for the UFC in the past ten years. Wow. Were you sure the pay per view numbers came out already? On that? Where is that? This is re- this is reported as per our producers, the lowest I, I, selling pay per view. The, pre- the prelims did horrible. Yeah. Like, so I, I mean, like it may be some indication. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Look, when the prelims do bad, that bad, right? The other things are doing. Uh, yeah, that's never doing. It's good. the lowest pay per view buys. In over a decade. So wow. Pennington and Nunez wow. were the lowest. Yeah. Yep. That near, was just last year. Near 85,000 buys. So more people listen to oh, our show bad. for free. Yeah. That's wait a minute. Wait a minute. 85,000? Yeah. That's yeah, bad. More oh. people listen to our show for free than bought the pay per view of, of UFC. So, so this goes back to what we started talking about, which, which I caught some shit for, uh, talking about how the UFC is really turning more into an entertainment model. These type of numbers, when you're putting really competitive people against each other, aren't going to help that. They're, they're going to continue to to pick up those well, models and, and, and that mean, kind of circus environment because they really need what they've learned and what we learn through social media behaviorally, if I can bore everyone for a second, is that through Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and all those things, people stop paying attention to longevity and historic, historic events. So what they do is they'll... Give me this one. Give me this one. Give me this one. Okay. We don't care. Right, right, just, right. just give me this one, and we'll forget by the next one that this meant anything. And so you're starting to see people lose that story. And because the UFC is being really bad at telling the stories of the fighters, um, n- nobody has an emotional connection. Yeah, so I just, I, I just want to see. You, man, you need that emotional connection. You have to. Right, right. I think that was the best thing they did when they were coming up. Is you know you want to see certain fights now. Like even this chili card, I, mean, I didn't know three quarters of the, the no, fighters. Same on here. I, there was there was I, a Chile card. Mind. There was one fighter from Chile, one yeah. Yeah. on the whole card, yeah. one on the entire card. There, yeah, I'm th- definitely a little confused. I, I tell you what, I just saw this now. Eighty five thousand buys is that's unacceptable. Uh-huh. I mean, because you got to remember, man, the the cable company gets half of that. Right, you know, right. so that's a that's a loss, man. That's a huge <laughs> for all of that. You had to re- like. Yeah. Th- there's a lot. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's oh, not, oh, yeah. That's not, not an easy thing. Because you yeah, had a bad five, day. Five digits. You're not even in man, six surprised. digit territory in sales. I mean, right? They were complaining the about Mighty Mouse at 150,000. Uh, right. Yeah, that's bad. You have to. This is the so, the argument I had with my social media team, uh, who I love dearly, but. Th- argue with me because I'm a little bit old school. They're a little younger than I am and they want me to do things. But one of the things I point out that's frustrating in my field and, and not, and uh, while I enjoy doing a show with all of you, actually my field is, is, is serious in the behavioral sciences and I like to empower, educate uh, people around the world. And I say, they always say, Hey, do, do a, sh- do a video, do a video. I said, this is why I'm not doing a video right now. Because when I do a video and I bleed on paper, I bleed for these people. Like, I've been studying this. I, I'm sharing it for decades. Here's what I know. X amount of people watch it. A good amount of people. Let's mm-hmm. 
let's say 100,000 people watch the video. Amazing. I feel great. But then a cat playing a piano has 26 <laughs> million views. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's just it, it just kills it. It does something on my YouTube? soul. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the cat. I like right. tell this you is, like how so to decode this life. Is my take yeah. for you. Oh, you know, <laughs> I say next announcement you do have a cat playing a piano right, in the background. Week. Yeah, exactly. In and the background. Think about that. Yeah, you might. go from 100,000 to 26, right, right, 26 million. million and someone might actually listen to to what there I was saying. Look, at that. Look, there's a cat yeah. piano. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And everybody in the studio is watching this right now. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. 51, 51 million. million. Like, so he actually he looks like a concert pianist. Look at it. Piano concerto of... We're all oh, wait a minute. It's not even a piano. It's an organ. <laughs> it's an organ. It's an organ. This is bullshit. I, I, yeah, it is. That's not of, even legit. Yeah, what kind of cat is that? Do you that? even piano, bro? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> are they losing? You think, are we lo I mean, are we losing a, a generation, too, who's just bored? I mean, you have a sport that starts to form in the 90s. Right. Right? And now you've got 20 years. So maybe you got kids in their 20. They're 40 years old now, too. Are we, UFC does not, like baseball. NBA, right? Um, football, concerted efforts. I know they don't have right, the infrastructure right, right. that those you have organizations have, but concerted, right? But they have concerted efforts too to start kids playing and watching the sports right. young. Little leagues, baseball. They're going out to right. certain communities. How do we get these kids involved? I don't know if the UFC is bringing up a new generation of fans, and maybe is is yeah. this possible? I mean, or look, we had this the other day. Like, I like MMA. I like it, mm -hmm. but. There's a good chance I'm not watching it if I don't know who's fighting. And that's why what Steve is saying, I'm on board with a thousand percent. That's why you need those specials like the countdowns and right, yeah, involved definitely. and they build you know, because there's how many fights did you think, you know, somebody was gonna win and you watch the countdown and you know they do it just to get it you going the other way and you buy into it. Right, it's, sure, it's crazy, sure. But you need that type of stuff. I Give mean, me a you story. Yeah, you if you don't have an emotional attachment it's really just two guys well, fighting. It's like going to think... a, it's like going to the Golden Gloves. It's mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. all right if you know the guy fighting, but those other fights sometimes are hard to sit through. I may right? have I may have the solution. Oh wait wait a minute! Oh here we oh, go. I may have wait a minute! This yeah, also counts as Mike has a topic. Hold on! Wait, 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 wait. Hold on! Hold this on. Is, hold on. Is, my, is this your hold topic? On. Wait, hold on wait. a second. No. Mike has a topic. Okay, and I want to thank the Ryan brothers, Billy and. Brendan Ryan for uh, 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 writing that uh, intro music for me. Mike has a topic. Wait, can you play Wait, that again? I'm yes, so absolutely. Sure. Let me hear that again. The, Who'd uh, you hire? The Ryan Brothers. From the title of his. Uh, Brendan yes. and uh, Billy uh, from the Bogmen. Let's see. Uh, you know what? I... All right. So Mike has a topic. What it cost those right. poor guys? Seriously. I know. What it cost those just, just, That was what it cost yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brendan and Billy Ryan from the Bogmen, the Ryan brothers. Mike's going to save very, you. Very, very. Saving MMA. I am now yeah. saving. No, no. I'm. I am. Yes, I'm saving Let's MMA. Hear it. All right. Brendan, on run, Monday. Brendan, run for your life and take <laughs> on, your brother with you. On Monday, the Supreme Court struck down by <laughs> six to three the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act, a federal Jersey, law that yeah. essentially limited sports betting to one state for the last 25 years. Now states will be able to regulate themselves for sports betting, which means that every sport, NCAA as well as, as a professional See, yeah, this sports, is a contribution, yes, making. it is, yeah. will be able to bet. <laughs> so now you're going to have where people can bet on golf 
You can bet on Jordan Spieth if he's going to hit the fairway. It's going to be all. It's going to be regulated by the states, but you'll be able to bet. And I think that that is something that will help all sports because people who may not be MMA fans or MMA or, or fighting fans, if they can fi- feel that they can bet on it and they can bet on whatever it is, that they'll get involved. And you may see mm. more people. And they think now, here's another statistic, by the way. Imagine how many? $4.9 billion in legal betting. <laughs> $150 billion a year illegal betting. $150 billion. That is yeah. now going to be... Now, how many, how many more Gamblers Anonymous places you think will open up? Who knows? Who knows? It doesn't matter. But, but your first concern is saving it. Right, right, billion right. Right. Illegal. Illegal betting. You know something? No, here's why I think that... I, I think you bring up a great point and the potential yeah. for this to help the sport. However, people who bet on golf... Baseball, football, basketball think they know the sport. Mm-hmm. That's why they bet on it. They think they can be a manager. They think they can be a coach. They're prognosticating Justin Spieth's, well, I don't even know his name, he's going to do more than Tiger Woods. Or, you know, this guy is going to hit this many buckets. I don't think enough people, other than win loss, um, what are you going to break fighting down? Most significant strikes landed, or people, they're, they're betting on everything. Oh, no, so no, I don't no, know no. if MMA. No, these guys will bet on right. how I don't know. You can tie I, your I think you bring up a good I point, mean, Mike. I just don't, don't know if MMA or even boxing as an example ha- has the ability to, to break down betting into 37 different categories like well, NFL football. Well, if you got $150 billion in illegal betting, that's going to be spread out over football, baseball, every sport. Right, It'll be interesting right. to see if they can capitalize, if they can on, capitalize okay, on that. That's fair. You know, I'm, now, I, I, now you're looking at a guy like Ray Longo and saying, hey, Ray, you're in this sport. You know the sport. Who do you think is going to win this one? Who do you think is going to win that one? You know, it, Yeah, it's, we've getting that all the time. I right? mean, it is, it is now going to be up to the states to regulate and, and do their own legislation and until the government then steps in again and maybe passes a legislation to kind of make everything uniform, it's going to be a it's going to be a free for all. So wait, what does that look like now? So what what's changed today? So you're saying the states still have to step in? And now the legislate? states have to re- have to regulate themselves. But like West Virginia said, within 90 days they'll be ready to go. New Jersey, who brought the lawsuit, thinks that they'll be ready to go because they're already okay. passing legislation in anticipation. So all these sports. Wait, Jersey didn't have betting; they have casinos. They did, but they were they were not they were um, uh, uh, forbidden in certain sections oh, wow. under the under wow. this law yeah, that, that was now that was now. Uh, uh, thing of you could sh- do whatever the hell you wanted. So, and you know they're talking about how much money that the 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 legal now betting will bring to the states, will bring to the police departments, will believe. To charity, I mean, just the states oh, that's now getting happen. it. The states now are getting that money, but they're not going to use it on charity. But I think departments. that you're no, going to go put another swimming pool in their backyard. You are sitting in a town. You are sitting in a town that has the taxes that we pay in this town are obscene, and it you hit twenty five potholes on your way in. Totally, and we're completely upside. Twenty five potholes on your way in. Laws that will regulate Ray Longo. Look what you did to Ray Longo on his birthday. They're going to make money. And that money is going to be divvied up. And I think that all of these different resources that you get 
will be enhanced in some way. I don't think that the states are just going to take it and say, well, thank you. I think it's going to, I think it'll help. It's $150 billion. Please. Dude, we live in New York State. There's nobody here who can draw a straight line with a ruler. Okay, it's the most but corrupt, vile, wretched, despicable government in the But Tony, what am I just talking about New York? Left. Okay, dude, this is over the entire country. I think that the state's now getting involved and regulating it and having their hand in it in some way that's going to benefit the citizens it's going of to benefit it's going to benefit the governor and the state senators oh. and their the people in the house and they're going to have new pools and they're going to put they're I, going to fly more lear jets just like us senators I, I here think and, i think that, that there's a lot more oversight and i, I think hope you i hope you're right i hope i'm dead wrong you know right? and so what does this i'd like to come like back us. and be dead wrong so what does it look like for for the, for the common man like myself so 90 days from now that means that i i can go to uh, gambleinnewyork.com and, and, and you could probably go on you're going to have it like if it's I don't know if it's New York's going to be that quick but let's say it's Jersey or it's it's West Virginia um, you know you'll be able to have a portal to be able to bet legally on whatever you want to bet on and whatever anyone's looking to put odds on right over unders you know who's going to win the tip off what is this All backed this stuff, by what's that what's it backed by it's it's back what is it backed by the, yeah, so the what's states themselves are going okay. to they're going to put forth the legislation as to how you can bet. I, I would also back so to the MMA, cut goes though. to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The state, you know, it's it's the but now. So at that, that point, the, every pool like Vegas, have, but at that point, the state is the house. I would I would assume it would be okay. some sort of a variation of that. Right. You know, because the teams now they want now what the teams are saying is well we want one percent of the gross coming to us, the sports. Mm-hmm. Right, they want, right, they NBA, want, right, or right, the, they want, yeah, yeah. they want. It is like they call it, like you know, it's like keeping everyone on the up and up. We get a million dollars of it this way. Yeah, you don't so, have to right, worry right, so right, much right, about right. refs. Integrity you know, tax. Integrity right? tax. Yeah. Yes, the one percent. That's, <laughs> That's right. an oxymoron. An integrity tax. Is there a greater oxymoron than integrity tax? But 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 well, to you're talking though, about. Well, well, can we get fight it? shape, Ricci? By the way, I am. Mike's talking about putting that Ray has left for this conversation. He should be here. He, he has left, left the, his to go mind, potty. His body left now. Yes, his mind he's back left. In. He's going to say, played, "All right, next topic." You played but, intro music. This is to good the, stuff. You talk about Mike's helping children through gambling. That's no. Nuts. I think that they. I think that if the well, states listen, are regulating but, it and they're getting a piece of it, that money will, in some way, filter down to. Oh, in some way, for some, sure. I, I'm not saying that you're getting all of it. I'm just saying that I think that that will. If you got 150 billion dollars now that the states are getting a piece of, that will enhance in some way. The, the, the constituents of the state. Well, all right. So we completely disagree on that. Yes, but to do. your so point. So which would explain why the Las Vegas public schools are so fantastic. Yeah, I have no they're, idea. They're, they're, they're incredible. But, but you know what? I'm going to say some Norway. Norway, they're involved in it. They got the, the best uh, uh, health system. Norway? Uh, first of all, don't, don't talk to me about health. Okay. This is my forte. First, first of all, there's the, the obesity rate in Norway is 5%, okay? And it's single digits who's overweight. And there's more people on 34th Street than there are in all of Norway. All of it. Okay, so comparing health care systems and those provisions is a joke. Not, I can I can go to Nassau uh, Community College and run Norway. They have a hand in it, and they okay? have, I mean, and they Norway, made it work. Norway's like, they had it, they've had they had did listen. that through gambling? I believe that, that part of it is through gambling. They they have their, they have. Their, <laughs> what do they gamble on? What do I know? What, what does anyone gamble on? <laughs> Okay. What do they do? Wait, now, now, okay, so we disagreed on that, but I think your point is valid that, but can MMA, to Mike's point, capitalize 
or sell it as a fun gambling sport. They can, I you feel. Think they can. I think they can. I think, I th- yeah. I think I gambling think is, is huge on emotional connection. Okay. So, so what, what has to happen w- when people gamble, it's an emotional connection. And so the house, be it the state or the casino, whatever, they bank on people making emotional decisions, which is All why right. they give you alcohol the second you walk in mm-hmm. there. I know nothing about gambling. They, yes. they, they don't want you to use your mind. The prefrontal cortex. You, know, you, you mentioned okay. earlier ignorance is bliss. <laughs> right, right. Most so people you. in casinos are in paradise. Shut down the hippocampus and prefrontal bliss, cortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Numb Got that it. bad boy. <laughs> Numb that bad boy. Of course, of course you feel it coming and that means that's what's going to be yeah, the gotcha, number. Gotcha. Of course that's the way the universe works. But... Uh, no, what they want is an emotional connection. So to bring it back to MMA, to bring it back to MMA, you have to go back to the marketing that they had before. Tell me a story. I brought up Vegas a couple of times, and 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 one of the things that I keep reading are are uh, this Vegas hockey team, the Vegas. Knights. Oh yeah, they go to the cup, right? The, the they Ve- won t- tonight. They're going. They? To, yeah. So the They're Vegas Knights. Knights, the 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 Golden Knights. They're going in the cup. They right. just won. How much hockey do you watch? Well, I, I'm a I'm a casual fan. I, a casual I watch fan. I watch thirty forty games a year. I watch none. Okay, and 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 I know this story. Why? And I'm a mo- like I hope they win. Now you're in on it. Yep, I got you. Where where as a, I I don't know. I can't name a player. Mm-hmm. I imagine they play at the T-Mobile Arena, which is their new arena. I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah, I imagine think they right. play there. I've been to Vegas a million times. I don't know what other arena they would play in. So I guess that would be it. But I'm emotionally invested now because I've heard this story. They've told the story. I could say, wow, you know, I thought my New York Islanders were great because they did it in eight years from brand new team to we have the cup, um, which was incredible then to see this team, you know, months and months ago. They didn't know who was on the roster. And now here they are going to the Stanley Cup. So it's still even in that case. What what betting does is you you win when you make an emotional decision. So even in then to translate it to MMA, they have to go back to marketing so that you have an emotional connection. Right, right, when we right. go to the UFC 224 and you start reading, when you have Ray Longo, who is who is an encyclopedia of MMA, who literally has fighters and has been in the octagon talking to some of the, uh, the world champions and been part of incredible stories. When he says. If I don't know the fighters, I'm not even watching. Yeah, then I then, agree with him, right? Then I what about me? What about you? And so in order for it to capitalize on the betting, you still have – you can't forego – the market right. we have still, to what, what, we what, have to yeah, yeah, yeah we're still, still on betting, betting. Well, well, he's going to have a good point billion but, dollars uh, so people will bet has, on anything I mean I just went and had my oil changed I would have <laughs> <laughs> did I tell you people I would have went grocery did I tell you he's going to come by if it's not directed at him he's like a next one every time he's got a topic let me know because I seriously he played music he had intro music and there was one way the topics were terminated previously you my and you're the talk. one who called the truce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that you called the truce, yeah. he's going to go he on to 1 a.m. He hire the band <laughs> to, to put a theme song now together. Listen, I us. had Brendan and Billy Ryan. <laughs> I had looked. Okay. Okay. When Ray got up to leave, it was different than every other time. I looked and saw his phone was still there. If not, if he took his phone, I thought <laughs> I he was, he was not coming gone. back. He's I'm not doing this shit on my birthday. While I was getting was my old change, I go, holy shit, I forgot my phone. I got to actually go back in and listen to the betting thing again. I got to hear the music again. I can't. I can't do it. All right, so you think it'll help MMA? 
I think I think that I people think will bet on anything, and it, it, it will help. It has I, to. I, I agree with you that that has potential. I I, I think it, you you have to kind of market it like football with fantasy leagues. I know the NFL hasn't done that, but. But what they changed the actual game to accommodate fantasy leagues. But what does High it turn the Marab decision? Yeah, folks, I'm bringing that shit Yeah, out. yeah, what about that? What does it turn the Marab decision now that all these people have this money on it? Mm. Well, I have lost. absolutely... Then then you're, you're talking about some sort of, of influence that, you know, it's like boxing where, you know, you wanted someone to win over another person. I, I don't think that... I don't think that that's going to be... Was boxing always so? Was boxing always considered so corrupt? Like I know when I was growing up, um, the, it was the, the the peak, I guess, Don King years. So yeah. it, everyone was like, I'm "You got to kill a Don King fighter yeah, to win." Yeah, yeah. Or was I'm it always say, considered uh, that way? I'm going to say always. Yeah. My always. dad tells me always. Yeah, always. I mean, yeah. and you know, yeah. maybe what, more. So I mean, Teddy regarding... Atlas has been screaming for like a national commission on yeah. that too, because some of the decisions are just crazy, and you know, whatever. But yeah, no, I think it's always been. There, you know, there will be. It's always survived it though, too. Yeah. I think, except I think when MMA came along and given some of those crappy decisions and all of that, I think that's what really hurt it. But boxing seems to be making the resurgence mm-hmm. now to me. Among some very poor decisions within yeah. that too, but yeah. But I think that's really what helped. I mean, I think that hurt boxing a lot, man. People had an, an alternative to look at, and they got away from it, mm-hmm. you know. Well, look at the Liston uh, Ali fight. I mean, remember that one? I mean, what that, was that was that the Phantom Punch? Was that that they said he didn't? He went down like in the first round. Remember it with Sonny Liston, and that they yeah. they screamed on that one. And Liston Ali won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked like he hit him with a right hand. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. But I mean, Liston but I'm was just connected about with the, the wrong people, yeah. so you never yeah. know. I mean, you even see it in uh, Raging Bull. Exactly. You know, yeah. you know that's this shit's been going on for years. I mean, the mob was entrenched in boxing up until, uh, I'm going to say even. Last week. Until yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> till Monday. Yeah. Until tomorrow. Yeah, but even look, you see the uh, Roberto Duran story with Ray Arcel? That I never knew. Where they actually got, they banned him from boxing. You know? Right there, there you go. Slow motion, here it is. The phantom punch. Right hand over the top. Boom. He hit him right hand over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. What a punch. Square when right you catch someone look, coming look, look. in like that. Yeah, I've watched this a thousand times, yep. Oh, yeah, he did hit, hit him. He hit him. Short right hand, that's square, yeah. clean. Who and ain't when going you want, down on an island? And when right? you want Norway. out, look to Norway. Norway. Look at, when you want out, look, look to at Tyson Norway. Nine versus, people uh, in Norway. Who's a 91 seconds guy? Um, Nothing against Tyson my Norwegian when he fought, friends. Uh, Spinks, Michael Spinks? Oh. That was that. He didn't. It didn't seem like he hit him so hard. It could have been any one yeah. of those. What was that? 14 seconds? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't look like he hit him so hard. But if you want away, if you want out, that was an uppercut, though, wasn't it? I mean, you don't even see Tyson's uppercuts. Yeah. Problem was at that point, man. People were losing the fight before they before even totally. they had wanted no part of him. Totally, yeah. yeah. Before they even walked in, let's get to some feedback, folks. Can Here's I just in- say, are we going? Is well, is his mic? Mike has a topic. Will that go? To, can we try it again next not. week? Let's well, we got to get we go yeah, to next week. We, we'll try we'll for next week. Try did did you make some let's sort of deal with the people feed, who made your, your your intro music? Are we yeah, stuck? We Is that what you're saying? I'm getting no side deal. I'm getting tweets on it right now. No side deal. Numbers are terrible. No side deal. Yeah. Four percent approval rating on your last topic. You know. No side deal. No side deal. Where my guy? How many Twitter followers do those two guys have? Billy and Bernie Ryan. Yeah, how many Twitter followers do they have? Uh, Spawn Attu. 
What's how, that? How many Twitter followers do they I, have? I don't. I don't know. They're great guys. You, you know, great exactly. guys. You know exactly. Great guys. Father, father, great, great criminal attorney. Wow. There you go. What's yeah, his but name? speaking Give of followers, where are you supposed to? Why not? What's his name? Did I know him? I think it's Joe Ryan, my Mr. Ryan, to me. Speaking of followers, didn't you have some major connections? You were saying, yeah, yeah, you know, to help the podcast, oh, right? Yeah. He's got some big. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we were supposed His name to be Ray Longo. We were supposed <laughs> yeah. to be yeah. Ray Longo, exactly. and he trains Chris Weidman and Al Jermaine yeah. Sterling. You said you and all these guys, that's my great contact yeah. for this. You said we'd be mentioned at the royal wedding. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about MMA and No, I, I, I tried that. You yeah, guaranteed I, that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I was trying to get uh, Will Farrell and. Uh, he was you I told us Lomachenko was going to have MMA and Beyond on his shorts. On his shorts, <laughs> not there. <laughs> no, I didn't go either. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean, he said he, on, he, meant, he meant Greg Lomachenko. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, you listen to MMA and yeah. Beyond. You can participate in the show through MMAandBeyond.com. You can reach out to Ray Longo. Ray Longo is Ray Longo MMA. I'm Steve Maraboli. You got Tony Fight Shape Ricci. You got Fight Shape underscore Ricci. Or fight side guy, yeah. and of course, Mike. Where could they find you? M. Oh he God, Rasig takes forever. Okay, really, he doesn't really just He just keeps yeah. going the same thing. Um, and of course, uh, for those of you who are listening in iTunes, I put everyone's links and everyone's connections right on the show, so you can share that as well. And can Please. I just say, uh, I'd uh, like sure. to say, sure. I would sure. like to say thank you. To our great producer, here, Chris Marabone, who is right. He has the uh, the the, the wait, screen wait. right there for me. Wait, wait, so when I say something, I can see it. Wow! wow. It's just yeah. for you, yeah. my yeah, man. Wow, wow. You, you see how it's turned right towards me? Wait, when did he understand? when did he become the producer? Because you told me originally you were the producer. I was. I got I got bumped up to this great job. Thank you. Oh, so you, uh, you Steve, I appreciate it. This was it. an upgrade. This was an upgrade for everyone. All right? It all moves up. Hey, so see, the one thing about wanna... Chris is we don't hear him, <laughs> so I think we might have to do a downgrade. <laughs> or should we switch? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, you are next Chris, week? I think you're getting an upgrade next He put the screen got, just no, for him. He's got, he's he got the Bunch of Savages can, podcast. Can, what, are you kidding me? Good promote stuff. Us like all right? Well, but we're gonna, let's get to some feedback, because the show's going really fast. We're going to get to some feedback, and... Of course, uh, let's start with Eric Eric Crane. Why does weight cutting have to be so complicated? Uh, this one, this question, uh, he writes, thanks for the great content. You're welcome. We're doing our best. Uh, my question is for Tony. How, how come fighters cut weight in crazy ways? How come they don't just do it slowly, especially if they have months to prepare, Eric? Mag yeah, great question, Eric. A magic question. Um, I think it's multifaceted why they don't. First, I just think, they're, well, they're, they're fighters, right? I honestly believe from a mental perspective, some of them get off on it. I really, first, there's a couple of things. I think being out of shape once camp starts makes them think they're working harder. I swear I think that they think when they're deconditioned and they come in and they're pushing, they're training hard. Secondly, I, I really wonder if some of them actually think or, or, or really like the risk of trying to make it because they're fighters, they're high-risk people. That's number two. And then number three, they just don't. Eating well is difficult for anyone. It is a job. It is a full-time job. It does require great discipline. It requires meal preparation four or five times a day. If it, Even though they're elite athletes, they have a human element to them. America has an overweight rate of 72% and obesity rate of over 40%. There are some inherent characteristics in all of us. These guys um, 
after every fight, they work hard. They like they party too long. Ray and I see oh, two yeah. or three yeah. weeks in Acapulco. I don't mind going out for a week, yeah. but running around Acapulco for a month. So they get highly deconditioned. They feed themselves for about a month or two. They want the break. And then just one thing, too, to take into consideration, Eric, because it's a great question. I wish we can solve it. If it's done correctly, it is not that difficult. But there's also an adaptive impact. So every time these guys cut weight, there's a super con compensatory action on the body for a lot of them that their body just can't wait to put weight back on. And as a result, if you don't behave properly, every weight cut you're paying greater and greater consequences for it. Mm. So there's so it's multifactorial. If everyone did it, it is yeah. very so simple on paper. The simple answer is why does weight cutting have to be complicated? Because they're complicated. You got <laughs> it. Right, it doesn't have to. You man. just said yeah, it. Right. That's your it. But your book, you cover I'm, this. I'm, I'm yeah, we go into great depth about how to do guy, it systematically. It's not hard. Yeah, It's a exactly. numbers game. Right. I don't, I'm talking to a guy today at the gym, and I told him to talk to you, but like he's... I mean, he wants to go up in weight so he could lose weight. I'm like, why would you do that? Just Can you just eat I right? Like, I mean, I, I well, go talk it, to Tony. I mean, after yeah. like two minutes, I go, you know what? I wasn't even getting it. Like, that's and like, this is a know, big, like, 65. That's like saying I want to lose 50 grand so I can go back later and work and make 100 grand. The evolved fighter knows a little bit more, well, would know a little bit more. And I think that maybe we're in a, in a point in time where the fighters aren't as evolved. They're really good at fighting, and they don't understand um, exactly how to do that. And I think that you're right. There's a certain degree that I've learned with fighters, while I respect them tremendously, there is a sense of create the circumstance from which I suffer. That, that's kind of what I was trying yeah. to say. I, that I'm, I think, I'm agreeing yeah. with what, you, what you're yeah. saying. I think, I think you just articulated yeah, it perfectly. Yeah. I was rambling, but right. cre yeah, say create, that again, Steve. Create the I think circumstance from which I suffer. It's It's... They got used to it because they're following a modality that might be outdated, mm -hmm. and they just keep doing that same modality instead of wising up and saying, "No, you know, I can actually start this long before. I could stay healthy in between. I don't have to be gluttonous in between or go on that three-week right, gluttonous right. vacation." We're asking for them to be rational, but right. we're not getting Do you that. Feel, but Tony, great point. That's after after a guy fights. Normally, isn't there like a, a time that they have to take off? Like they'll say you cannot do anything yeah, for there's a some, month some medical suspension, no, right? Some, if it, some people aren't suspended though, but yeah, that doesn't no. mean you have you to. I mean, like, like in that situation, you're like no, but but rest is warranted. Ray and I, first off, and even if you're suspended for a month, eating properly, right. sleeping right, and hydrating right, it's gonna that's help all you. we're asking. It's gonna exactly. help you. Yeah, that's no, it. you're you're correct. They need the rest, and I'm all for them going. If they want to go to Burger King for a week, I'm with it. But that's it. Listen, even some, it. Look, even some End of these it. physical therapy books I was reading, right, looking at an injury, first thing they tell you, you get injured, change your diet. Like, mm -hmm. just go to a great diet. It's right, going right. to help you heal. You know, the body will heal itself. So it, It's going to you know, enhance like, the again, process. Like, yeah, if, sure. you have to, if you have to take a mandatory rest, so what, what do you want? You know, stuff yourself with ice cream and cake? That's going to help you? Right, I mean, exactly. that's the problem. I mean, if you do the right thing, 
I mean, you're seeing even what you were saying upstairs. It's like diet. Your your knee it was throbbing, and oh, yeah. some people yeah. just all I did was lose ten pounds, and I'm a different species. Exactly. Just I dietary changes. Did ten pounds? I was yeah. the heaviest I'd been in my life. I mean, I, I lost ten pounds. Like, I'm a different species. Literally, Look, different I think species. I'm healing quicker. I think I don't have a lot of those little nagging injuries. Anymore. I think it's really related to diet a lot. A hundred percent. I had the same thing with my knees. Also, all the of a sudden, it disappears. Eric, yeah. Eric asked a, a great question yeah. that is so complicated eric and i wish i had a wonderful answer for you but i think steven also summed it up it say that one more time because i gotta remember that uh they, the they create suffer. they create the circumstance from which they suffer yeah. in other words it, it it doesn't have to be complicated people are complicated as ray said and 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 they just it depends who you're following and listening to if you have somebody and, and uh, I, close and i think also what tony said sometimes i think they need that motivation mm -hmm. i gotta do it you know i gotta right, get 15 right. pounds in two weeks it 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 jacks it's them up so a little in, bit. It yeah. That's my risk reward with them. Yeah. So bit. what about predisposition? I'm going to slide into uh, one of our Twitter com uh, comments from Grant Granty Young, who asks uh, how much of what makes a fighter great is genetics. So the predisposition should be in the thought process for behavior, shouldn't it be? Oh, you mean behavior being the thought oh, process? Be part of it totally. Absolutely. I, I just, you know, so here's a good example. Some people are made good, if you want to say, peripherally. All right? They're incredible athletes. Yeah. Other people are good athletes, but they're made good cerebrally. They absolutely have it in the head. What made, uh, I, you know, what Derek, Derek G is an example. Was he, to me, the best athlete out there? Not even close. I think he was quad A-Rob despite whether you want to go performance, enhance, whatever. There are athletes on a baseball field, as an example, that are quadruple the athlete of Derek Cheater. But what did Derek have? Genetically, he had the head. So, uh, you know, it, it, so you can take guys who are peripherally very gifted, and we see them all the time, right. and we can't get them to change any right. habits. And then you got guys who are not that gifted, but they got the brain. Yeah. And in the end, I'll take the brain any day of the week over the periphery. Derek yeah. Jeter also, in his defense. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, like, that Pete Rose mentality, man. Yeah, right, scrappy, right. you know, grinding type of guy. Love that. You know what I mean? And I think that's more important. Hustles to first base. D Derek yeah. Jeter yeah. also had the text cell phone number of a behavioral doctor with impeccable hair from Port Washington, New York. Okay, who's also I heard that. Well, I there you go. But and who was that but, guy but, again? Yeah. So okay, there's say it, point. baby. Say there it. Rumors. So I'm redeemed. Your agreement well, I'm not with reality defines your life. My point is further substantiated times you because know he where had to go. it here. The guy smiled with the bases loaded in the World Series while another player is up there taking 19 breaths right, before right. the first pitch comes in. And Jeter's talking to a three-year-old. And handing them a ball with the bases loaded in the, the World Series. The only thing happening here is the story you're telling yourself. Yeah, well, that's, that's my it. point. So, so I think, but the point, genetics are a huge variable uh, in the periphery. I mean, you see incredible, John Jones, incredible athlete. A, a disposition. Yeah. All right? Who, who's a better athlete than that guy? You find me one. No, now, let's go well, to. That, that's always our point. Why does this guy need to be doing anything? Right, you right. Know, he's already There's a the periphery, right? freak of nature. Can you imagine a John Jones with a Marab brain? Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Godzilla would lose in 10 seconds to that. <laughs> It'd be over. The yeah. fight would be over in 10 that, seconds. Godzilla. That, that is the crazy part. Why is this guy. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's insecure inside, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Great question. Who, who was that, Grant, Granty? That was uh, uh, Granty Young. Uh, Great that question. That was on, on Twitter. Um, 
This is a, uh, an interesting question. Tate Evan also on Twitter uh, sends a, a question to me and Ray. A uh, question about the Rivas Kennedy fight. How come you are allowed to intentionally slam on someone on the back of their head, but striking them there is illegal? Uh, so if you didn't see this fight, this yeah. was in the prelims, and uh, one of them caught the other in an arm lock. It was pretty. It was pretty tight armbar, right. and he picked him up. And sl- you've seen it before. They picked right. him up. He slammed on his head, knocked him out. Got out of the armbar and knocked him out. Uh, and and uh, Tate Evan asks, how come you're allowed to intentionally slam them on the back of their head, but you're but striking them there is illegal? Uh, listen, we could come up with a million things, but. One might be that the the ring is padded, you know, as opposed to your shin, you right. know, that's not padded, kicking a guy in the back of the head. But I still think you could look at a million things like, you know, why do you let a guy punch you in the face with a glove on, but then you let him kick you in the face with no mm. shin pad on, which is a <laughs> right. shin bone, which right. is way harder, you know. So that, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I think that there's so many interesting twists and turns you can't, you know. Edson Barboza heel kicking a guy in his temple with no pad on his heel. Cool. I don't know. I mean, you safe? Right. Uh, yeah, great not point. to me. Like, again, you know what you're signing up for, man. Yeah. But just because you put a four-ounce glove on your hand, I mean, those are the that's the weakest, your knuckles and those little mm-hmm. hand bones. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't get it, but that's what they did. But I guess I'm going to go with, you know, probably because the ring is padded maybe and – like everything else, it's what they came up with. Nobody's willing to change anything, and that's what you got. That you got what you got. Hey, with Jaden. Jaden writes in on email through MMAandBeyond.com. He writes, uh, his subject is corner. <laughs> he writes, hey, question for you all. My friend asked me to be in his corner for an upcoming fight. I'm a fan of MMA, but never fought. Have any tips for me? Yeah, find another friend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a nice friend to have that type of confidence. Yeah, in. Poli- poli- you know, do your friend a favor and politely. Excuse I mean, here's what I'm going to tell situation. you, uh, Jaden. This is what I would say: like if um, you're a basketball player, <laughs> I don't know what sport you like, but whatever he tells you, just relate it to that sport. You know, I think you need the four iron when you go out there next round. I guess uh, if he's got two competent guys, you can sit there and yeah. sit in the I mean, corner and cheer. Want, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, all kidding aside, he probably wants you there for moral support, and hopefully there's two other people there that right, can direct exactly. them what to do. But at the very basic level, just try to relax the guy, and hopefully by the time, you know, obviously by the time you get to a fight, you should know what you're doing. Uh, you're not going to be able to help him technically, so I think by just keeping him calm yeah. would be something you could do. Right, and right. I think he's looking for moral support. Yeah, that's know? probably it, Jaden. Just ask him, what is it exactly yeah. you want from me here? Well, hey, listen, you always make me feel better. You always have something right, the right exactly. thing to say. Put him and in, and that's cool. Yeah, if he says, I need some technical yeah. advice, I'm always dropping my hand. Can you just right, 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 keep remind me to right. keep my hands up? You know? No, I hope Jaden gets the gig. And yeah. as long as you got two people in there who's been work- who've been working with him yeah. previously, why not? And if all else fails, tell them to go for a three iron. <laughs> They'll go for a three iron. Uh, Katrina, Katrina, um, let me get a little closer here. Katrina Gal NYC writes to me, Lay, to me, Ray, and Fight Side Guy, what's the worst injury you've ever had? She left you, Mike, out of this only because we all know the tendonitis. Is the worst and persistent. I, I, I separated my shoulder uh, in the carrier dome against Syracuse. This year. is lacrosse. Lacrosse. That hurt. Most of the country has no idea what lacrosse is. Wow. We do here. 
And that's a tough sport. Yes, thank you. And so you were playing, and you got hit with a stick. You got checked. No, I I, uh, I got a buddy pass, and the goalie came out and uh, and hit me uh, from behind and, and separated my shoulder. And and I I wasn't so upset for being out at that time because we were absolutely getting hammered. So I was rather uh, sitting in the uh, watching us get destroyed opposed to being on the field and getting destroyed. So I separated my shoulder, and you know they popped it back in, and everybody's all right. <laughs> Everybody's all right. Yeah, I've never Fight had anything cheap. as bad as tendonitis, though. Not me. Um, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, I see. Let me tell you something. You think you need? Yeah, try a little yeah. golfer's well, elbow, brother. You know what? I mean, it, it, it would. You know, for me to say it would be almost be like, you know, you, you have a hundred thousand miles on your brakes, and somebody asks you, when did you stop on them that you need new brakes? <laughs> right. Because I don't have an ACL. My, I think the PCL snap from I ha was snapped on a knee bar. <laughs> And I heard it, and, you know, I mean, that's, I've got extrusion hernias, fractured vertebrae right now, mildly, like, so I'm a, I'm a really messed, but I think that PCL, uh, the dude was about 282, and and snapped my leg like a piece of balsam wood, Ouch. and that PCL went, and I heard it uh, well, this pretty clearly. Was a, what, when was this? Uh, I mean, 99. And it was in a, it was in a fight, or it was in Rowan's, a... Rowan's, oh, yeah, sparring with guys you, you But you also were in a head-on collision. No, I've been in nine car accidents, twice hit by a drunk driver. <laughs> Both right? parties yeah, yeah. over 60 miles an hour, twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, the stuff, people will say that they've been through a lot with their body. Um, I definitely should not be here. So yeah. I'm a very lucky person, yeah. Because I've, I've been in accidents where I made it out and others didn't. Yeah. Let me see so, your arm for a second. My arm. Feel this? Yeah. Like this all the time. Just like that, I got it. Ooh, <laughs> that, that, that hurts. Okay. Oh, that pressure, right that kind there. of Man. pressure. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I ran into a moth the other day and the same thing <laughs> no, happened no, to me. Right there. My, right it, there. Yeah. Right there. I was jogging. I ran it's into like a moth. Constant. And it's since chronic, it's been guys. killing me. It keeps him out of the gym. It keeps him out of the gym. I know. I got to get back. For me, Katrina, nothing... Nothing, anything like that. A couple broken this and that, but um, I think that the worst for me wasn't so much painful when I was when I was a lot heavier than I should have been, than my body should have been. My knees killed. I remember sitting at I was at some sort of Broadway show. I don't know, remember what it was, but I remember like the the worst part of it was just sitting there. It wasn't that I was carrying anything or running or or playing soccer at the time. I used to play soccer amazing, so much. Right? It was just sitting there and it was excruciating. And so um, I would always blame it on the air conditioning, and it wasn't anything like that. It was the fact that I was probably twenty five pounds heavier than I should have been. Think about no that. issues um, when you when you when you but, jumped out of the airplanes for the. Uh, for I, the was a, I was a teenager. Yeah, but like hitting the ground, 19? nothing like that. No. Nothing, you know? nothing the whole time. Uh, not through any of the situations. Not through anything. Um, I would say the worst was more psychological when I broke my ribs and I couldn't really do. I couldn't hit with Jenny. I couldn't hit. Uh, I couldn't do jujitsu. I couldn't do anything like that. Um, because I couldn't even really sleep much because mm. every time I moved, it was uh, literally breathtaking. Um, and so I just dealt with it, you know, talked to Dr. You Sherry about ribs? it. You just doing yeah. doing uh, jujitsu and, and getting hit in places yeah, I'm not supposed to get hit. Too. So I just, someone crossed and their knee went basically through me and, oh, and that hurt a bunch. And you just, you just wait, you just wait and it goes away. Yeah, I think I've been lucky. A couple of torn meniscus. Yeah. I don't think we're bad. Dislocated You're moving shoulder, great now. Dislocated shoulder. That hurts, right? Yeah. That hurts. Do. Dislocated, not yeah. separated. Oh, no. Dislocated. No, separated. Separated was, I had those too. But no. the oh, those are separated. Is easy. My shoulder was out of sock for about 10 hours. That was, uh, <laughs> no. well, mine, I think mine, that's it. Mine meniscus was separated. Is, yeah, I think the. Uh, yeah, separated is nothing. 
the dislocations really no, bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, there's you know different different degrees you, of separation. But you popped it in. I mean, I was in a sling no, no, for two I mean, months I mean, at the time. You know, yeah. I but, did that uh, myself I against tell the wall. Out of like, all uh, the things, though, even like the the <laughs> meniscus and some of the knee problems, the shoulder. When your freaking lower back goes out, I yeah, think that's the yeah, worst. Can, I think that takes you down. And it's so like, idiopathic. Like, you know, once your shoulder goes back in, you know, you're all right. right, you know, right waking right. waking them up in the morning was no picnic, you know. It was a scene out of uh, every morning. What was that? High anxiety when they ripped <laughs> the duct tape. <laughs> like every morning, that's what I used to get up with. Like but your back's sleeping. been good this year, My right? back's been good. Yeah, I tell you good, what, man, knock good. on wood. I don't want that to you go up. But those back injuries. What's that? Are you hitting with Jenny? Did you see the videos today? Yeah, Everyone man, giving him love loving. today. Looks amazing. I know thank it. It's great. You, thank you. Throwing those the kicks. 60 for 60. It's man coming. Looks great. Coming. Man looks Never great. mind 30 for 30. about it. Yeah. And those blue eyes. I mean, you can't get away from it. The eyes. Everyone knows the eyes. can't get away from it. go too far. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. There's a lot of oh, kids listening. Give it, give it, give it. You know, I'm trying to give a. Uh, you, you better. You better. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. He left the room when you brought up your, your the, the topic of the week. What do you call it? Oh, Mike has a topic. Oh. He has a top hat. <laughs> Mike Can has you wear a top, a top hat. hat next week. Mike, oh, Mike. he's going to do it again. I think he drifted we, we, off again. He's gone again. Don't make me, we, don't make me cough again. <laughs> don't make You're going to do it again. Listen. We we want to That's thank everybody ESPN for it's it is not they, it, they was, totally it was not uh, it was oh, not they I'm did with, it personally for me totally just ESPN for you right now we, I had them do we it have to we have to uh, uh, thank everybody who's who's been listening to the show yeah, participating great. in the show Wonderful thank you for your messages too, right? thank you for your questions and again I ask that you share if you're listening on iTunes or wherever you're listening share 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 please leave, leave us a five star rating so that other people can find this show. Um, thank you again for all your topics. And again, the happiest of birthdays to one of our Happy birthday to you. Couldn't ask for a better place to spend my <laughs> oh, yeah, birthday. Well, there it is, time. right it next to MT Resig. <laughs> you right. can check out Fight Shape underscore Ricci. I'm Steve Marabolius, Ray Longo, MMA, and we're MMA and beyond. At what? MTR. Yes. And I want to say uh, to my cousin Maria, she's listening. Oh, wow. First time, so she's yeah, absolutely. All Thank right, Maria. Maria. Thank you. Maria. My cousin, Maria. I love you. Thank there you. There we, we go. all love you, Maria. I like trying cousin to just... on which side of the... Who, who, who? Uh, my father's sister's daughter. So my father's sister's daughter. My cousin Maria. She's was she in the person. movie, Brooklyn Banker? She was... No, she no? was not in the movie. Why no. not? You had your whole family in there. <laughs> I don't know. No, she, I don't. I don't know. She was working properly. You know, it was, All right, just you know, but she's listening. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, the, yes. Awesome. Right. There you go. Hi, Maria. Hi, Hi Maria. Maria. Thank Please you, Maria. Tell everybody and leave us a five-star rating, folks. This is MMA and Beyond. We'll see you next see time. See you next week. All right.